Welcome to the Not So Minutes So Nice podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. This is episode 54. 54! Talking about East of Eden. East of Eden. Uh, yeah, this one was one of those ones that I always meant to sit down and watch, but never did. So I'm glad it was one of the ones that was picked because it was, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. Okay. I don't know about you. Yeah, I don't know. It's one. It's another one of those ones that the story's been told again mm-hmm. and again and again. But, I mean, the way that they did it, and of course I love Steinbeck, so. Yeah, definitely. Know, so that helped, but. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll talk about it more in a minute. We'll start with Jen's fucking facts. <laughs> okay. I don't have a title. Like, normally I'm like, you know, American blah, blah, blah film. I know it's an American film, but that's all I know because I couldn't find what its actual, like, title was. You yeah. know what I mean? It was weird. There wasn't a whole lot of It was hard to facts find some of this stuff. On this one. So bear with me, you guys. <laughs> Release date, March 9th, 1955 in New York City. Otherwise, for the rest of the U.S., it was April 10th, 1955. Runtime, 117 minutes. Budget, not available. I looked on several sites. You cannot find a budget for this. Or if you can, let us know and right? we'll post it. Let me know. Uh, box office, $5 million, Directed by Ela Kazan. Ha! <laughs> I win. All right, anyway. Screenplay written by Paul Osborne, based on East of Eden, 1952 novel by John Steinbeck. Production company Warner Brothers, distributor Warner Brothers, starring James Dean, Julie Harris, Raymond Massey, Joe, Joe, Jan- Joe Van Fleet. Every who I am growing to love so much. This is why <laughs> I make you do the fucking facts, though, because, I mean... Because we all think it's fun when I get tongue-tied and can't say things? Well, I mean, I wouldn't be able to say <laughs> half of these names. Like, at least you you, you hit it. <laughs> I got this. Booyah. Sometimes not in order, but whatevs. All right. Loosely based on the second half of the novel, Academy Awards Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Joe Van Fleet, Golden Globe Award for Best Motion Picture for Drama... Um, Golden Globe Special Achievement Award given posthumously after they died (laughs) for the best dramatic actor, James Dean. (laughs) Yeah, I can't think of the word right now. It's like posthumously. Listen to us mispronounce things. It's fun. (sighs) Next up, Jen and Jess can't say words. Um, (laughs) Named by the American Film Institute as one of the best 400 American films in 2016, selected for preservation in the U.S. National Film Registry by the Library of Congress for being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. (laughs) I'm going to have that, like, down. I know, you are. I don't even write it down anymore. Every single episode. Just the year. Um, Well, that's the reason they're classics. Exactly. So. Yep. And then in, uh, okay, that's all I have for, like, the fucking facts that it just goes on to movie randomness uh this is actually one of the quote-unquote big three james dean movies to be released before his death and the only one that he saw in its entirety yep (laughs) yeah um i've got just a few facts about steinbeck writing the novel oh yeah um it's actually he kept very good track of everything that he went through while writing this one. Um, so by his account, okay. the novel took 11 years of mental gestation. Wow. One year of uninterrupted writing. 25 dozen pencils. <laughs> dozen. Dozen. Pencils. Yeah. <laughs> approximately 
three dozen reams of paper. All those trees. <laughs> uh, 350,000 words before cutting. About 75,000 words in his work in progress journal. And a rock hard callus on the middle finger of his right hand. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just thought that was uh, that's amazing. A really fun thing, especially yeah. since John and I are both uh, writers. You yeah. know, being able to kind of see a, just a glimpse of the process that uh, one of these classic, right. you know, authors had went through. through. It, it was it was really cool. I just had to, dude, I had to slip that in there. I mean, I've got I've got a couple of 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 whips out work in progresses that I feel like I only can write them if I have a pen in my hand, but I don't write them in like any kind of year, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just when I feel like it, I just write a little more. Right. But, and the fact man. that he like had such dedication. Right. Um, I actually, That's I follow intense. an author on Instagram, uh, Joshua Humphreys, and he's one of those artist that is so dedicated to his work and his craft that he has literally suffered for it you know like he he went to india and thailand and was literally starving like having to go down to the market because they had like a free cheese sample once a day because he was putting all of his his life blood sweat and tears into his novels and so being able to see that Steinbeck, you know, like yeah. one year of uninterrupted writing, you know, so I don't know, maybe he took out the times that he was interrupted to create the grand total of a year, or maybe he shut out his everybody in his life and just right. sat down and, and wrote. But either way, it's that's intense. Yeah, it's incredible. That's awesome. I mean, that's one of the one of the things though about his novels is they're so in depth and you, like his notes and stuff that he was talking about. Exactly, like, you can tell like his he's such a such a great writer. Absolutely. <laughs> Inspiration. Inspiration, yeah. Um, yeah. Random um, uh, yeah. fun facts about filming or anything? Well, I have a few different things written down. So do I. Okay. Excellent. This is the fun part, guys, is... Just has her notes. Oh, yeah, I actually <laughs> have my notes. And uh, we, we watch these movies separately because we don't have a whole lot of extra time. And then... We're writing our notes separately, and then we come together, and you would think we would sit down and prep before each episode, but time constraints, so we just... Plus, this is way more fun. It is! Because sometimes, you know, Jen will come up with a fact that I haven't heard, or, you know, I'll come up with, like, in the Dr. Zavago one, finding out that it was actually based on his own affair. Like, it's it's fun. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. who's going first? (laughs) I'll just... You were talking about remaking this one. I was talking about how the story's been remade many times. In different no, like things. there was actually they were talking about possibly oh, redoing it. Um, really? I, 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 oh, I didn't write it down. I think it was the Hunger Games um, director gotcha. was wanting to take it on and wanting Jennifer Lawrence to be in it. So that's back in 2014, <laughs> and we haven't. I know. <laughs> was that an audible eye roll? It was an audible eye roll. <laughs> um, but that's back in 2014, so I don't gotcha. think anything's happening of it. And it's okay. one of those things like. I mean, I enjoy Jennifer Lawrence for the most part. She's hilarious, but like her acting, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how she would fit into this role. Right, that's what I'm worried yeah, about. Absolutely, <laughs> and I would be really pissed seeing anybody try to take James Dean's place. Right, Cal. Yeah, James Dean had was an amazing actor. He really, really was. But sometimes I feel like he gets a lot more credit than he needs or should have. 
I I can see that because like he <laughs> he's one of those ones that was typecasted as you know Hollywood's heartthrob bad boy, right? And that, and so oh, his he, life story is terrible, right? And, and like, <clears throat> I, for that time period, it was really easy to kind of like capitalize on that without him having to do much, right? Exactly. But I mean, if you look at our generation, <clears throat> Jason Priestley kind of had that, you know, <laughs> slights, yeah air to him back in like the early 90s as well so but i'm hoping that as we move forward 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 (laughs) some of those that that like actors who get typecast and stay in that for the most part uh jason priestley did not exactly but he lived beyond being young well yeah we don't know what What would have came of james dean which is true that's what's so hard about seeing some of these actors get taken so early is we don't get to right. like you know anton yelkin you know he was so brilliant and at yeah. least he had you know 69 different credits towards movies and tv shows and yeah. such a broad range that he was able to yeah. to live but yeah yeah uh oofta mm-hmm. anyway moving on <laughs> uh, <laughs> So the story itself is kind of, especially in the movie, is kind of a retelling of Cain and Abel, mm-hmm. right? Wayward son seeking his totally own identity, vying mm-hmm. for affection of his father against his brother, blah, 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 blah. Um, and of course, with a love twist. Um, <laughs> um, it's interesting, too, because Cal's character, like, they when they cast him, which originally they were looking at Brando and... Paul Newman? Paul Newman mm-hmm. for the thing. But yeah. it's crazy because when they cast him, that's really close to Dean's actual story. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. It's cool. Um, I know. Why is finding words so hard today? Kazan. <laughs> mm, yes. Um, when they had first begun filming, they went and go- went to go see Dean's father and he got to see firsthand how awful his dad was to him and yeah. then you know was thinking on it like you know wow casting him was perfect for this yeah absolutely so that's pretty cool like i mean it sucks that he was in that position it's that sucks but it's really neat to find that out still does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely. do i sound like a total dick I no like dick. <laughs> it just it's it was really interesting to kind of see life imitating art and art imitating life Oh, in, yeah. in that aspect and for james dean to die you know only two months after the movie was released right. was I, I, I don't even have the word for it right you know like having it's kind of like when you know Heath Ledger passed after being the joker and that was such a dark yeah role for him and it just took him to such a, a deep a- place and then he passed and it kind of makes you kind of wonder yeah, a little bit. I mean, that's I mean, ten it was, weeks it was a... of being in a role that reminds you of your childhood for East of Eden, you know? Right, yeah. Like I, and it was, it was a tragic car accident, you know, that that killed him. And so, you right. know, it wasn't like it was a self-inflicted, right. but, yeah. Still, you know. And then... Um, I actually have kind of a... Because it plays off of his childhood um, in the scene where... <clears throat> pardon me. Adam refuses to accept Cal's money. The script call, called for Cal to turn away in anger from his father. It was James Dean's instinct to embrace him instead. 
Okay. Um, so that was an ad lib moment. Um, this came as a surprise to Raymond Massey, who could think of nothing to do but say cow, cow in response. Right. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That, when I read that, that just kind of well, yeah. it made that scene, scene so much more impactful yeah. and knowing, you know, where James Dean's mind must have been from his, his, his own trauma. And, yeah. yeah. So in that moment, instead of, you know, yelling like he, he embraced him and that, that it's cathartic. I, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. I don't have much else. I'm just oh. I'm just saying that now. Oh, good. I uh, the only time. other thing I have is the quote from the sheriff that ties the whole Cain and Abel thing in. So. Oh, go with that. And I've, <laughs> I've got uh, quite a few. And then Jess left, will so. take over, <laughs> unless I have little tidbits, which I I'm really, probably not going to have. Tons I really, of. really, really love this movie, and I didn't expect to to have such a uh, strong connection to it. So makes sense. I'm glad I remembered my notes. <laughs> Me too. Yay. Or we'd be like. Just sitting here staring at each other in the microphone. No, because then you would just like swish your skirt and then I'd get distracted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my skirt. Yes. My skirt. Might have to get a picture of my skirt. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, um, the sheriff quotes Genesis 4 8 to Cal as Aaron. Aaron, oh my God, leaves <laughs> the true. Yeah, Leaves on the train to enlist towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Cain rose up against his brother Abel and saw him, and Cain went away, or and slew him. Oh my God. <laughs> and Cain went away and dwelled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. So it ties in with the title and yep. the whole thing. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, just a few of the other kind of like production, you know, and filming fun facts. Uh, James Dean would actually provoke Raymond Massey off camera so that the elder <laughs> actor would hate him and could get into character easier. That makes sense. Uh, Timothy Carey, who only had a small part, he was uh, Joe the Bouncer. Okay. Uh, he drove the director to such distraction with his bizarre behavior that Kazan, a longtime avowed pacifist, physically attacked him. Oh, man. The only time he had ever done such a thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it was a dramatic filming, too. Right? Yeah. Uh, another one was that in Kazan's autobiography, he said that Raymond Massey actually came to despise James Dean. Okay. Um, and Kazan did nothing to dispel the tension between the two because it was, you know, right for the characters, right. which, you know, ties into the fact that James Dean was poking him. Right. Poking the bear. Poking the bear. <laughs> um, Jack L. Warner was opposed to casting Julie Harris, um, stating that she was too old for the role yeah, because she's... she was a decade older than her character was supposed to be. Right. Um, rude. <laughs> well... <laughs> It was very important, especially for female characters back then, that True. they were perfect for their Yeah, no, role. absolutely. Which is why I think it's it's cool to know that, because then you She's... could see that she, you know, fought through that and yeah. still got the role and did wonderfully. And still acted like a little brat. <laughs> right. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, the New York premiere was at the Astor Theater on Times Square in Manhattan. Um, among those in attendance were Marilyn Monroe, uh, Carol Channing, Milton Berle, John Steinbeck and Joel Gray. Um, the night was actually a benefit for the famed actor's studio. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then upon being introduced to James Dean on the set, author John John Steinbeck exclaimed, Jesus Christ, he is Cal. Right. Yep. That, I, like, I literally teared up a little bit reading like, that. Oh. I was just like, wow, that's, wow. that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Um. 
And then I just kind of wrote a little bit of notes. I thought that because it's an older movie, uh, obviously production was really simple, and that might be why there's no budget on it, you know, because they could only have so many angles, like the Ferris wheel. Right. They There's only so many ways they could film that, yeah. especially at that time. But I feel like the simple production kind of added to that that realism a little bit. Gotcha. Um, because it just it set it in more of like an an intimate and natural yeah. setting. So I don't know. I I enjoyed it. I guess from that point of view. Okay. Um, and I loved the fair the Ferris wheel scene <laughs> because it's just that like youthful embarrassment. Right. Almost, yeah. Almost. You know, yeah. like you just you can feel that like in the internal conflict and yeah. the young love. And... It's kind of cringeworthy, but not in a bad way. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's perfect. <laughs> Um, like oh, James Dean and Paul Newman actually screen tested together for the parts of the brothers. Um, they filmed together in a crude screen test, which is actually available somewhere online. Oh. Um, I have the link to the article saved on my phone so that I can post that because that'd be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. Oh, and director Kazan got James Dean drunk before filming the rooftop scene between Cal and Abra. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, you know. Got Random. him a little right. you go. <laughs> So, yeah. I, like I said, I was surprised. I, I really enjoy old movies. I enjoy the classics. Um, so many of our classic movie battles have been on books that I now want to go and give the time of day because as kids I I didn't appreciate the classic novels I wanted to read you know things I wasn't supposed to be reading (laughs) um so yeah Yeah. I I don't know should we do our rating already oh I suppose we've got a few more minutes (laughs) (laughs) whoa (laughs) it's a little early for that um well I'm looking up different things as we go because I am unprepared um Um, before filming began, Kazan sent Dean off to Palm Springs to gain some weight and get sun, some sun so he looked like a real farm boy, like real farm boy. Yeah. And Dean hated getting a tan, having his hair cut, and drinking a pint of, pint of cream a day to put on pounds. Ew. I can't even imagine drinking, oh no, mm-mm, mm-mm, That sounds disgusting. Yuck. And then, um, another quote that was interesting, I I don't know. Kazan denied rumors that he didn't like Dean. You can't not like a guy with that much pain in him. You know a dog will be mean and snarl at you. Then you pat him and he's all over you with affection. That's the way Dean was. Kazan did intervene sternly, however, when Dean started to feel his power as a hotly emerging star and treated Mm -hmm. crew members disrespectfully. Which is kind of neat that Kazan kind of ended up being... Like a mentor? Like a father figure. Yeah. Which, I mean, even in some of the facts that you're, like, you really kind of see see it. it. I mean, still a still a director still you know but well and if you i mean we've kind of talked about it you know these these actors even if they're filming together for a short amount of time their days are grueling you know and so they become this this family almost and for kazan to to see what james went through in his personal life and then attach it to the story that he's trying to create like right Anyone with a heart, I think, would kind of step into that role. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Because it's getting cold. We're getting all, like, nah. nasally. And... 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm reading things and I'm just reacting to it. Okay. It was Dean's idea to do the little running dance in the bean field, and Kazan said he kissed him for that valuable contribution. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> he also noted that the far more contained Brando would never have been able to do a scene like that, but Dean was actually like a kid. Yeah. And then um, he also, Kazan also noted, Dean's tension and shyness always manifested itself physically, so he allowed the actor to use contorted, awkward postures to convey the character. It was almost psychotic. He was extremely like the people you see in insane asylums. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, I mean, you know. Well, because, I mean, one thing I don't think the mass majority of people who haven't gone through some kind of trauma in their life uh, they don't understand that these these actors that that carries yeah. into their professional lives, and luckily, yeah. especially now that we're trying to break the stigma of you know the mental health problems and everything, right. that there are people who are able to step up and you know work with it, and people aren't necessarily being put down or you know typecasted in that sense right. and not given jobs because because of you know they've got baggage we all get baggage we just carry it differently right i mean (laughs) i mean speaking on the stuff like um several cast members reported that dean's emotions overtook him so strongly he would frequently cry kazan usually just let the moments pass before resuming shooting but he did leave one of dean's breakdowns in the scene in which cal is crushed by his father's rejection of the money here in form so like which we talked about already Mm -hmm. but i mean that's kind of it's really neat that they and because the characters were so similar the character and actor were so similar that they left in some of the real personal things. That's neat. And I think that's maybe one of the reasons why it was such a powerful movie to watch. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's real. Especially because the way that we're wa- we're watching it, we're we're reading all these facts and watching it, and you know, like I don't know about you, but like I'll read something about a certain scene and then I'll go back and watch it so that it sticks my head a little bit more. I did that a lot with Doctor Zavago. Yeah. That's exactly exactly what I was. Yep. Up. <laughs> same brain, same brain. Yep, same brain. <laughs> I mean, this one it was. I don't think I went back and rewatched anything, but I read everything before I watched it, so yeah. it was already there. Well, yeah, no, it's good because then it keeps it fresh in your brain, so that you remember to look for certain things as well. It's fun being analytical. I mean, you get sucked into the movie still, though. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. And you're like, oh yeah, that's why. And now reading that, like, I just wrote, read that part of what I was researching, and that makes more sense now, too. Like, thinking yep. back on the movie, like, oh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> Mind blown. Right? <laughs> now, is there anything else you would like to add before we rate this? I'm going to feel bad. I feel like we didn't really do it justice, but I mean, there isn't much else to talk about with it. Well, because there's not a whole lot of extra facts. Right. Um, it was definitely difficult. We could have gone into the the book a little bit more, but I just feel like this is one of the ones that you should experience. Right. Exactly. Because it, you know, even if it's a classic, it's not one that is so well known. Um, not everyone's a James Dean fan, so that's part of it. But True. I think now knowing about his life and his struggle, right. it might be more important for people to sit down and watch this one. Just, yeah, and just see it once i mean just like with dr zavago if you haven't seen it you should just watch it once yeah absolutely it's, it's just crossed off your list yep get it off that and this list. one's not three hours long no so it's barely two hours long there you go and that's including all the credits and everything else exactly. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's it's a good movie um i 
it, it is. And keeping in mind that they're, like, portraying teenagers, basically. Yeah. It's It makes it even easier to get through. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but you know what I mean? No, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you're, you can't expect it to be an adult movie, even though it's very dramatic. Like, it's got the adult level of drama, mm-hmm. but it's... But you have, to, you have to remember what age the characters are supposed to be. Exactly. Yep. 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 <laughs> All right. Okay. Iconic characters. Um, this isn't going to be hard, too, because I didn't ever see this or know of it before this. So. Right. I mean, and... I I, re- I remember James Dean from this one. Like I said, I hadn't watched it until now. Right. But I still remember like the posters and stuff that you see, or like the characters. Exactly. So. But I mean, I would ha- probably have to go like a four. Oh, that's what I was gonna do. Yes. Good. <laughs> I brain. thought about it though. Have I ever seen any like spoofs on? I don't think I ever really have. Yeah, four it is. No. I'm sad to say that iconic scenes. Um, four. Five. Because of how, how... I feel like certain scenes would be more iconic if more people knew about this movie. Exactly. And, like, with this story, the whole Cain and Abel story and, and the Steinbeck novel and everything else, like, the scenes have been done before differently, but still. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think I'm still going to go... I'm going to go with a five. Yeah. Yeah, it's like four or five, so pick one. 4.5. I can't do half. <laughs> You're going with a 4. <laughs> soundtrack. Oh, we didn't even mention the soundtrack. Uh, it's it's pretty basic for a 50s movie. Exactly. That's so, I mean, It's nothing like super extraordinary, but I mean, three. it's some good movie, good musics. 3. You're going to go with a 3? All right. I think I'm still going to go with a 4. Like, and I love this movie, but I, I mean, know, but because of our rating lacking. system. I, it's just like Jaws. We, it was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, longevity. Okay, and see, and we kind of talked about this a little bit because this one's a little bit hard. I really, I feel like the longevity for this movie is really good, actually. Yeah. Like, I feel like it, it has remake ability. I would hate for them to do it. Because no one should recast James Dean. That's just a personal thing. Um, You know, because they were talking about it back in 2014. It's still something that could be redone and done well. Yes. And the story hasn't been so overdone. Um, It's not like Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Right. Yes. Um, So I'm... I'm going with a 10. So... Okay, good. I was going to say 8 or 9. I'm going to go 9. Okay. Yeah, I, I strongly believe that the longevity of this is pretty good. Um, even though I this is the first time I'd ever really heard of it, watched it, whatever, it's definitely something that I'm still going to like show my kids. And yes. it's something they can watch, because it's a 50s movie. There's not too much things in it that are like, inappropriate. Right. Well, and any like inappropriate content back then is something that you can have a healthy conversation with your kids about, exactly. because it's not so grotesquely done that you have to shield their eyes. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it's 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 going to be a good one. It's even it, it, it's even a story that they, like, the teenagers could relate to. Yeah. Like, on their level nowadays. Right. They'd still be able to relate to it, so that's why. I'm yeah, it was a powerful time. movie. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got to watch home. Mm-hmm. Me too. It was kind of, it was a little funny, okay, because of how many delays we've had and mm-hmm. everything else in our lives and things going cray-cray, um, it took me forever to actually get to watch this. Like, I wrote down the facts. We even talked about it. A while ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are like, oh my god, we haven't watched it yet, and we are like, can we just not watch it? Can we not include it? Because we wanted to, but we were just like... 
Yeah. And of course, we're like, of course, we're going to artistic integrity. Right. Um, Gotta do it. Yeah. Part of our thing. But it and just, then it to did, be like well. dragging our heels and then actually enjoy it was fun. Right. <laughs> it was like, oh, well, that was a dumb, dumb move on my part. But. Right. When life kind of kicks your ass. It's, it's sometimes really hard to like you get into like I'm into a couple of different shows right now. It's really hard to be like, oh, yeah, I really need to watch this movie. You know Change what I mean? Change of mindset. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and especially if it's a movie that you haven't watched before, or worse, like you know, like Pulp Fiction. Like, okay, seen I've seen so it a million times. times, so why does it really matter if I watch it again? Because <laughs> you grow and you change, and your opinions change, yeah. and yeah. But I mean, it's good. Yeah, I was actually kind of thinking for our next movie battle because it's obviously going to happen again. Right. We should maybe do like a remakes movie battle oh, that would be fun because it kind of awful at the same time right exactly but it kind of it kind of goes it kind of ties in with this because it's these true. are you know adapted from novels yeah. and we're talking about ones that could be remade so maybe tackling some some remakes would be I a like fun one to do let us know if you guys think that would be fun i know a lot of us are really not into remakes because sometimes they really fuck it up but that's fun to talk about. That's true. There's a lot of fun things to poke fun at, too. That sounds terrible, but you know what I mean. No, absolutely. Or to praise. There well, are lots I, of remakes out there that actually do a I love the job. Ghostbusters remake that with the, the female cast. I haven't seen it yet. I loved it. <laughs> See, that's a good one that we should cover. <laughs> and maybe we can actually sit down and try to watch them together. Oh. Mm, right? <coughs> watch Sorry. It. We'll watch it, and then we'll record right after. That's a lot of time, Jess. It's okay. Okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we ready to be done? <laughs> yeah. <we're>, okay. <laughs> okay. Clink. Clink. <laughs>